0: Good evening, and welcome back to the Corruption of Colton podcast. This is episode two, and this is episode one of a new segment I'm doing called New Songs Saturday, where we discuss the newest, hottest songs that have come out in the last week and songs that have come to my attention. Now, because this is the beginning of the podcast, I am going to be going over songs from the last few weeks as well, but starting next week, it should be all like just new stuff. Anyway, so the first song I'd like to bring to your attention is Let Me Down by Sleeping with Sirens. This is coming from their brand new album. But first, um, the idea of this show. So, Brendan Snyder, um, he does a show called Music News Roundup on his YouTube channel that he uploads every Friday morning where he talks about all the news in the music industry And, you know, he kind of crawls it into one place and makes it easier for you all to digest. But instead of that, I thought, what if I go over all the new songs and get them all into one place, you know? So, similar concept, yes, but, you know, different thing we're discussing, but, you know, similar idea. So I wanted to credit him with how I came up with this. Definitely go check out Brendan Snyder on YouTube after this podcast. I think you'd like him if you like me. Anyway, so... Let's discuss the song. So, Let Me Down by Let You Down by Sleeping With Sirens is a fucking catchy song, by the way. I love it, because it's like, I'm not gonna let you down, and I'm not gonna let you fade away. My singing's terrible. <laughs> um... But don't worry, I will try to improve. I usually do a, like, screamo-type vocal style, but as you can hear, I'm outside on my porch right now. I just wanted to b- bring you guys some nice, you know, nature sounds. I thought that for New Song Saturdays, I could sit out in my, like, on my porch and give you, like, a nature vibe to report the new songs. But sorry, there is a train going by right now. Hey, train! you! Fuck you! <laughs> And not the van train, by the way. Anyway, it stopped. Now it should just be you, me, and the sound of the crickets. <laughs> anyway, so, new song Saturdays. Welcome back, back to it. So, Sleeping With Sirens, Let You Down. I really, really liked it. As I said, the it was very catchy in the chorus. Very fun song. Like, it's definitely a sing-along rock song. And that's what I love. I love sing along rock songs, which is why I love songs like "Money Talks" by AC/DC and uh, "Photograph" by Nickelback and "Bad Girlfriend" by Three of a Dead Man. Just all these like fun sing along silly rock songs. But you know, um, that I can add this to the list of fun sing along rock songs now. And the instrumental was pretty nice. You know, it had like this poppy rock rap metal sound to it. Pretty fun. Um, I think the vocalist for Sleeping With Sirens sounds great. You know, a lot of vocalists as they age don't sound as good. You know, Sleeping With Sirens has been around since the early 2000s. They're like a good 20 years into their career, but she still sounds great compared to some people who sound 20 years into their career. (coughs) Lars (coughs) Ulrich, as a drummer, sounds terrible. I know we're talking about vocals, but still, some people seem to sound terrible later in. People like Don Dokken don't sound that good anymore. Um... I could definitely point fingers at people like Ozzy Osbourne, as much as I love the guy. He doesn't sound as good anymore and neither does Vince Neil of Modley Crew. You know, I definitely think that some people lose their voices, but you know, the singer for Sleeping With Sirens, I forget her name, I apologize. I will try to have the names of the members prepared next week um, for who we talk about in bands. But, you know, i i think she sounds great and that's a plus because when you're listening to a good rock song or metal song or even a country pop song whatever you want the vocals to sound good or else it's very distracting it could have good instrumentation but bad vocals and then the bad vocals are a big distraction at least that's my opinion that it really take the vocals can take away from the experience same with if you have a bad guitar player or a bad drummer just something in the song that doesn't sound right or sounds off can be a huge distraction and ruin the song for someone. At least that's how I see it. And that's my thoughts on Let Let me down, Let Me You Down by Sleeping With Sirens. Four out of five. Let's move into the next track. So the next song I want to bring to your attention, or songs, I should say, are the two Slipknot singles we've gotten from their new upcoming album, the Dying Song, Time to Sing, and Yen. So, The Dying Song, Time to Sing, was epic! You got this epic, like, heavy, like, drum beat hitting thing going on, while Corey Taylor just goes, Die! 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 It's epic shit. Like, this sounds like something off of their debut from the 90s, or freaking Iowa, and Iowa is regarded as, like, the best Slipknot album So, this sounds like classic Slipknot. And this album, if you listen to Yen, you realize that this is going to be a blend of, like, everything Slipknot's done, which even Corey Taylor has said. And I didn't believe that at first, because they always say, oh, we're going to do something that sounds like Iowa. We're going to do a blend of everything. And they never do, but it feels like this is everything. The Dying Song sounds great. It even opens up with this little, like, arcapella sounding like vocal in the beginning before getting into the instrumental so that sounds super cool and cory sounds great the drums sound freaking great i love it and five out of five honestly but let's move on to yen so yen the other slipknot song just as good not as good as The Dying Song, but irking great. And even though it starts off... It's a ballad, but it starts off with this little eerie intro, which I really love, which is something Slipknot's known for. They did a lot of eerie stuff on We Are Not Your Kind, so I can kind of see they're continuing that, like, theme here. Uh, but Yen sounds really good. I really love it. And it kind of reminds me of, like, a ballad you would hear off We Are Not Your Kind, but it even feels like it had some elements to... Albums like uh, All Hope is Gone, and it kind of sounds like it has something in common with Snuff, which is, you know, Slipknot's most popular ballad. So it sounds great. I loved the two new Slipknot songs, and I cannot wait to hear the new album. Um, definitely tell me what you guys think of the Slipknot songs. Um, remember, this is on Anchor. I'm recording this on Anchor. You can um, look this podcast up on Anchor and submit answered questions i can submit questions which i'll do at the end of this episode um i'll write them in and you guys can send in answers but this is like an amazing set of songs i loved the dying song that's my favorite out of the two and then yen and obviously Chapeltown rag is part of this but that came out a while ago but i'll do a little quickie and say Chapeltown rag is fucking great and th- that's my piece on this Like, keep rocking and keep listening to Slipknot, because let's move on to the next song on my list. Next up, we have Spirits by Nothing More. Now, honestly, Nothing More, when I saw this in the Breaking Hard Rock playlist on Apple Music, I was surprised, because the last time Nothing More released anything was back in 2017, and I thought the band was dead. Like, I thought the band had just kind of, you know, broken into obscurity. I didn't think the band was active, but here's a new song, Spirits. <laughs> and to be honest, it was a little disappointing. Um, it, I wasn't a big fan in the beginning with these little computerized vocals. I feel like they just didn't utilize it well. Like, plenty of songs do computerized vocals and do a lot with it and it works and they just get really creative with it but I just feel like nothing more just did it very lazily and it just didn't feel like nothing more it didn't feel right or in place um now I will give it this it was catchy in the chorus area and it does pick up and I love the vocals however I think that the like I think the song is just meh. It's just okay. I'm just a little disappointed after waiting like 5 years for a new Nothing More song and album. And th- this does this is leading up to a new album and I'm really hoping that the new album serves me well than this single and I hope that this is just a little fluke cuz I love Nothing I love Nothing More. Sorry, I had a little hiccup there. But I really like Nothing More as a band and I was really hoping that this would impress me, and don't get me wrong, like, like, don't get me wrong, catchiness-wise, I dig it, like, is it a song that if it's on, I can listen to it, and jam to it, sure, you know, I can listen to this, I don't hate it, it's just like, it's just that point of, like, you've heard better material from the band, like, it's like, think about, When, what's a good way to put this? Think about when Led Zeppelin put out their last album back in the 80s. I think it was In Through the Outdoor or something like that. It was good material. It was all right. It just didn't live up to the standards or the hype that other albums had, like, physical graffiti, right? Like, it just, it felt meh. And that's kind of what Led Zeppelin's Into the Outdoor was. It was good, but it did not feel like the good Led Zeppelin that we all know. And this just felt like nothing more, just kind of doing whatever. It just kind of felt all right. But it's not bad. I'm just saying I've heard better stuff. Just like how "Within the Into the Outdoor by Led Zeppelin, it's good music. You've just heard better. And that's honestly what this is. It's just, I've heard better, nothing more. Just like how when you listen to The Outdoor, you think, I've heard better Led Zeppelin. Or when you listen to, like, the Linkin Park albums from the 2010s, like that, like, poppier stuff, you might go, I've heard better Linkin Park, right? And, and I think that's a valid opinion. And, you know, if someone likes the new Nothing More song, more power to you, man. Rock the fuck out. I'm just saying my opinion and how long I've been listening to nothing more, I just think that there's better material out there by them. But let's move on. Enough about my stupid opinion on that song. Next up, we've got the Hard Rock Orgy. I mean, the Retaliators theme. I call it the Hard Rock Orgy because it's got a bunch of artists on it and sounds like a fucking mess. So... This song features Modly Crew, Asking Alexandria, Ice Nine Kills, and Ashes To New. Ashes To New being the only band I'm not familiar with, but it's got Modly Crew, (laughs) Asking Alexandria, and Ice Nine Kills, three bands I love, all three. Ice Nine Kills I probably like the most because I love horror metal and that's exactly what I Spawn Kills is but like this is like a mess so how do I describe this it sounds like if a bunch of harder rock musicians just got together and grabbed a few members from each members bands threw a bunch of like Stuffed together with their instruments, like, not even trying. Just, like, just threw a bunch of little tapes together and just went... <laughs> Here's a song. And they shit this out. <laughs> and I'm just like... Why? <laughs> why? Because that's exactly what... That that was my thoughts when I heard the Retaliators theme. Just why? I mean, for one, Vince Neil sounds like shit. So, of course, they packed this thing with autotune to make Vince Neil sound all right. You can, you still know his vocals are bad, and they the, and the, the auto tune for Vince Neil he is so distracting. I nearly, like, I nearly clicked off the song to go do something else because anything was better than listening to the Retaliators theme. And it's disgraceful that they feature Ice Nine Kills on this thing because Ice Nine Kills is an actually good band, and their new album, Welcome to Horrorhood, is fucking amazing. It's a masterpiece. But no, they had to drag poor Ice Nine Kills into this. I don't even know how they agreed to that. I guess they're friends with these bands, which count your fans with Modly Crew. How sad for you. I feel bad for you. I mean, don't get wrong, Modly Crew was good back in the day. I mean, they had albums like Girls, Girls, Girls and Doctor Feel Good. But this ain't the '80s anymore, Vince Neil. You sound terrible. Stop trying. And that's what I have to say about Vince Neil. Just stop trying! You sound horrid! Stop going on tour especially! <laughs> ah, like, I feel bad for, this is a little tangent, but I feel bad for those people that went on that tour featuring Modley Crew, Poison, Death Leopard, and Joan Jett. Cause I feel bad that they had to sit through a Maudley Crew set. You <laughs> sound like ass! Have you seen recent live videos of Vince Neil? Terrible. He he sounds like a dying cow or something. Or a dying sheep. I don't know how to describe what Vince Neil sounds like. But it ain't good. He sounds like some high-pitched screaming cat. Like, he sounds like a cat that's being strangled. And so it's screaming through its suffering. You can just hear that Vince Neil is struggling to sing. Stop pushing yourself so hard. He's also not in good shape either. And since his lungs are in bad shape, would pro- probably plays a role in why he sounds like dog shit. But to each their own, I guess he's got to make that cash. Because apparently the money he makes from modely crew sales isn't enough. And I get it. Streaming doesn't pay you enough. But you're a multi-millionaire band. Like, you probably make a lot off streaming, first of all. And two, what about merch? Or three, reissue your albums if you have to. Those box sets will sell, I'm pretty sure. That's that's my take on the Retaliators. It sounds like shit. Asking, modern Asking Alexandria doesn't sound as good as their old stuff, too. I love Modern Asking Alexandria. It just doesn't sound like old stuff, so just kind of throwing them in it just doesn't work. I... I I mean, I think that all bands are good. Asking Alexandria is great. I love Asking Alexandria, even their modern stuff, which a lot of people don't. And that's because I am a sucker for radio rock. I'm sorry. I just don't think that Asking Alexandria sounds good with Modley Crew and Ice Nine Kills. <laughs> and now there's a siren. Eh. Oh, man. Must have been something my friend did. He probably got in trouble. I'm kidding, by the way. <laughs> but... You know, I'm just like, eh, eh, the Retaliator's theme, it's alright. And a little match that thing about Modley Crew touring with Poison and Death Leopard and Joan Jett. Can we all agree that Poison and Joan Jet just threw Modley Crew out of the water and sound a lot, th- like a thousand times better? I've seen videos from this tour. Brett Michaels sounds almost as good as he did in the 80s. So, good luck to, good luck. Trying to, good luck, Modley Crew trying to be better than Poison. Poison at least sounds decent. Even Death Leopard does. Like, yeah, the guy for Death Leopard, he doesn't sound like his prime, sure, but he still sounds pretty fucking good. And I'm just like, Modley Crew's trying to go up against these giants? Oh, hell nah. And there's a siren, so I'm going to end this off here. I don't think I'm going to do this, like, nature-style anymore. Anyways. Next in line, we've got Riptide by Beartooth, and this one is personally my favorite out of all the songs we're going to discuss here today. It's like a pop metal... Like a pop metal song with breakdowns. It's freaking amazing, so... It's got like this little pop rock guitar riff in the beginning with like these little like faded vocals. And then it comes in with these like with the typical Beartooth vocals, like same guy, but it's like sing-a-song it's like sing-along vocals, you know. They're much more clean than they are, you know, deep and growly. So it's definitely different style for Beartooth and it sounds super dope um the lyrics are super clever too and creative um i think this song actually tackles about um the Beartooth's lead singer you know getting better with like depression and anxiety and addictions and stuff and he sings like lyrics like i don't want to sing another hopeless song you know like because you know Beartooth is known for singing a lot about depression and other problems and mental health but like It seems like he wants to sing like a positive turnaround song for once and i fully embrace it i know some people are gonna go this is a bear tooth but come on man it's still really good i love it especially these like heavy hard rock guitar breakdowns at the end of the choruses hits hard after hearing the little sing-song poppier elements it's so good it's pop metal At its finest, it might be cheesy pop metal, but it's great cheese. (laughs) I love it. And that's what I have to say about Riptide by Beartooth. I just love it, and it's actually my favorite song out of, like, all the ones we're going to discuss. We still have to discuss the new songs by Alter Bridge and Megadeth before we disperse. But I thought that was a great treat to discuss um, Beartooth's Riptide. So, next up, we have Silver Tongue and Pawns and Kings by Alter Bridge. So, it seems Miles Kennedy has finished another album with Slash. Mark Jumani has finished another solo album. So, it's time to do another Alter Bridge album. You know, that's what I love, that Alter Bridge has this little lineup of side projects. You know, the singer Miles Kennedy does a little project with Slash called Miles Kennedy and the Conspirators, Then you've got, like, Mark Chumani doing his own little solo stuff. It makes you get a lot of music from the Alter Bridge members instead of just the Alter Bridge music. And I love that. We get to hear so much. You're never out of music from these people because if there's an Alter Bridge album not being produced, then there's Mark Chumani doing something or Miles Kennedy. You know, you're always hearing something from the Alter Bridge camp. So I love it. Anyways... Let's talk about the new Alter Bridge material. Now, Silver Tongue is awesome. It's got these little breakdowns in it that sound really cool. Like, it's got these, like, guitar breakdowns in the verses sometimes, and even, like, in between choruses, sometimes in the chorus. You know, just a bunch of little mini breakdowns that sound really cool when put together. Also, Miles Kennedy obviously sounds great. I think the lyrics here are very fun and creative this time around. You know, probably some of the best Alter bridge in a long time lyrically. You know, this is some great Alter bridge on par. Alter bridge has always had great lyrics, but I feel like this is the best lyrics they've had in a few years, you know? Like, these lyrics just like, they've always had great lyrics, but you know what I mean. These lyrics top other ones. I think that these are great in terms of the song Silver Tongue. It also is really Fast and Furious, which which works in the breakdown's favor with the guitars. So, you know, you got these epic fast guitars with the drums, and it all just blends well to be a Fast and Furious song. I love it. And next up, we have the song "Pawns and Kings, which starts with this little awesome acoustic opening with Miles Kennedy singing over it. And sounds really cool, because if there's anything you should know about me, I'm a sucker for acoustic songs or intros. You know, because I love having this little soft acoustic thing in the background with, like, these vocals that are nice, loud, and clear. And Miles Kennedy's voice sounds great. So, you know, getting to hear Miles Kennedy loud and clear on Full Circle, like, in Full Circle is just great. So, I love that. Then it gets into, like, a heavier section. The song gets heavier, and Mark Chumani's guitars in this song are right on point. They sound great. You know, Mark Chumani, let's face it, is an exceptional guitarist. If he's in his Mark Chumani band, or if he's an altar bridge, or with Creed, he just always sounds great. I would put Mark Chumani up there with people like Slash and... Randy Rhodes. Maybe not with people like Dimebag and Eddie Van Halen, but I would definitely put Mark Ciumani on the map of exceptional guitar players. Alter Bridge is lucky to have Mark Ciumani in their band. It really works in their favor. Again, the lyrics here are great. Uh, There's nothing to complain about. I think this is going to be the best Alter Bridge album in a few years. You know, obviously... All the Alter Bridge ums, I could say there isn't really a bad Alter Bridge album, but they have done some radio-friendly stuff in recent years with, like, radio rock, and this sounds like they're focusing on, like, heavier elements, and this definitely reminds me of, like, early Alter Bridge, so rock on, Alter Bridge. Let's move on to the last set of songs. Now let's talk about my favorite metal band of all time, Megadeth or Megadave. All right, so we've got three songs. We have We'll Be Back, Night Stalkers, and Soldier On. Let's start with We'll Be Back. This was the first single from the upcoming delayed Megadeth album. It has literally been six years since Dystopia was released, and this album has been put in so many delays and setbacks, which is why I was so excited when we... Found out When I found out it was finally getting released, like, first Dave Mustaine got Throat Cancer, which delayed this album. Then it was the pandemic, so there's been several setbacks, and I was so excited when I saw that a song from the album had finally been released, and that song was Will Be Back. And that song opens up with a pretty straightforward riff, but epic one nonetheless, because even though it's a straightforward riff that almost every metal band has used... The guitar solos in this song work in its favor. There's, like, three or four solos in between choruses that are, like, each, um, like, almost a minute long and are just so epic. It is—this song sounds great, and Dave Mustaine sounds even more aggressive in his vocals. Like, for somebody who just had throat cancer, the throat cancer seemed to have worked in his favor because now his voice sounds different but more epic and aggressive than ever before. Megadeth, like, Dave Mustaine just somehow can take any bad situation and make it work for him. He has overcome so many things in life that would set so many people back, which is why you can't help but admire him. Dave Mustaine must be a metal god to be able to survive all the things he has. First, he nearly dies of drug overdoses, like, more than once, but doesn't let that affect him, and gets silver. Like, he just beat, he just cheats death itself. Then he breaks his arm in the 2000s and forgets how to play guitar. But then relearns and forms, like, one of the best lineups of his career, putting out, like, two of his best albums. Then gets throat cancer and puts out this. How do you do it, Dave? You must be a metal god, right? So, we Will Be Back has epic solos, epic riffs, epic lyrics. It's everything you'd ever want from Megadeth. It even sounds like early Megadeth. Like, it has elements of old and new. Like, some parts of the song sound like something off, like, Peace sells but who's buying. But that, like, that album, but also sounds like recent stuff like Dystopia. It's epic. Next up, we have Night Stalkers featuring Ice-T. Now, when I first saw that they were featuring a rapper, I was a little hesitant and I was like, Uh, we'll be back with such a good song. Don't ruin it, Dave. Don't have a rapper. But I was quickly proven wrong. Ice-T just kind of adds to the song. Again, probably even more epic riffs than last time. This might even be a better song. And the rapper actually works because the rapper Ice-T comes in like the bridge over like this epic drum set, like this epic set of drums and guitars. And... He raps, but, like, in, like, a singing style kind of, like, metal way. It sounds cool, and it just adds to the song. I'm pretty sure Night Stalker's, is like, a song about maybe, like, paranoia. I'm not, or politics. I'm not sure what the message is supposed to be, but it sounds so good. The lyrics are, again, so creative, and it works. I love it. Megadeth has so far done no wrong this album, but I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna count my eggs before they hatch, though. There could be a bad song that comes about. And let's finish off with Soldier On, my favorite out of the three singles. I feel like each single is better than the last, I swear. This one has the most epic riffs out of them all. Dave's best vocal performance and the best lyrics. This song is about, like, a soldier um, and how you need to soldier on. Like, there might be setbacks, but, you know, remember to soldier on and do your best and whatnot. And I think that's the message here. But I just like the idea of there being a song about a soldier on a Megadeth album. I love that. I could be wrong about the meaning here. For the song, so definitely correct me. But nonetheless, it is the best Megadeth single. And no one can take that opinion from me, man. I love it. Megadeth, The Sick, The Dying and the Dead, out soon. I'm so excited. And that's my piece. And that's... that. You, This has been New Song Saturday. Um, definitely subscribe to the podcast and you'll follow. Stay updated with new, stay updated with new episodes and I'll see you, I'll see you guys but i hear you guys again soon because I, I was going to say see you guys again soon but you can't see me so hear you all again soon.